grab your coffee. It's time for an episode of Chit Chat with the Queer and Creative. I'm your host, Melissa Da Silva. Hello, Chit Chatters. I'm so glad that you are here with me today. I hope you're sitting around having a nice cup of coffee or tea, listening to this show because I want you to be relaxed and give yourself space to be inspired because I have to say the guest that I have today is super inspiring to me and I hope for you as well. My guest today's name is Ashish Chopra and Ashish is an entrepreneur, is the owner of Be Unique, is a HR professional, a drag queen, and has also been a guest on MTV India's first dating show for gay individuals called Elevator Pitch. Now, this person is a trailblazer. It wasn't until two years ago that having gay relationships in India were actually legal. And so... Ashish really stepped out and has really tried to make change in the community. And sadly, I learned during this interview that they still do conversion therapy in India. It's hard to believe that there are still people out there that think that you can change somebody who identifies as homosexual into heterosexual. And I believe that we need to get rid of conversion therapy all over the world because there's research showing that it is not effective. It does not work. So my interview today, we talk about a little bit of that. We talk about a little bit about being a drag queen, uh, Mr. Gay India, and the amazing work that they are doing at Be Unique. So I hope you enjoy my interview as much as I did. Hello, Chit Chatters. Thank you for joining me today. I am so happy to introduce you to my guest. I think that it's wonderful now that we have this platform of podcasting where we can meet people all over the world and have all these different conversations of how, you know, what things are like, where we're from, what things are like from other places in the world, and we can bring it together in one podcast. And I just love podcasting for that reason, because I have been meeting so many amazing people through this platform. And I would have to say today's another day where I get to meet somebody else amazing. And my guest today, is Ashish Chopra. Ashish is an entrepreneur and owner of Be Unique, also an HR professional. And my most favorite thing that he does is you're a drag queen and you are located in New Delhi right now. And I am so very honored to be interviewing you today. So tell me a little bit about you. Okay, thank you so much for having me. Uh, my name is Ashish Chopra. I just turned 26 a few days back, so I'm 26 years old. Happy I birthday! With, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I work with Philips as a as an HR professional, but on the side, I just started this my own brand called Be Unique, and I'm also a drag queen. And uh, I also uh, was the first runner-up for Mr. Gay India. So there's this pageant that happens all over the world in all the countries. <laughs> and then all the winners from different countries get together in one country and fight it out for the international battle. But I came second in the India pageant, so I did not represent India internationally. But even that was a big thing. <laughs> yes, yes. And so tell me, what is it like for the queer community in India? I would say things have changed so much because uh, I'd like to take you back into like 1990s and mm. that's when I was born. 
so back then um, i knew i was gay i knew i liked men but everyone around me just was i didn't have any role models one there were no out people in india and everyone outside me was just making fun of me because i was really obsessed with this bollywood actor whose name is rithik roshan i saw him in a movie and that's when i realized i was gay <laughs> because i was <laughs> extremely attracted to him and all i would do was keep talking about him all the time so people started making fun of me that first i am so obsessed with a man and not a woman two i was also a little feminine i i mean i still am feminine so people were making fun of me for that and three i thought there was something wrong with me that why am i so attracted to men and back then the internet was also not that great so i couldn't just google that why do i like men so it was a very confusing time of my life where everything was just going wrong the whole world was making fun of me every day whenever i would even want to step out to go to school i was prepared that they're going to make fun of me they're going to hit me whenever they want to there'll be a lot of bullying so i used to go prepared that this all that all that is going to happen so childhood was not a great time and even in my home so there was a lot of domestic violence going on at my home because of which my elder brother went into depression so i literally had no one to talk to mm. <laughs> my parents were fighting my brother was in depression and I, at school everyone was making fun of me so i would just lock myself in the washroom and cry that oh. was my childhood <laughs> oh i'm so sorry to hear that did your parents understand what was going on for you not really i i never spoke to them back then because i thought they already have so many problems in their own life i don't want to add to any of that and tell them that hey i like men <laughs> let's mm-hmm. figure that out is there something wrong with me or is it okay so i did not want to do all of that so i did not tell them for quite some time and um, in school luckily there were these three girls who were always supportive who were always there with me and they were like listen uh, do you like men and i was like yeah obviously and they googled and they did their own research and they were like listen there are men like you you're not an alien and there are other people out there who also like men and that's when i started getting a little comfortable with it that i'm not an alien and there's nothing wrong with me what amazing and- friends you had oh my goodness <laughs> yeah wow. those three girls those three girls have literally saved my life i had really horrible thoughts back then because literally when everything is going wrong you do end up thinking of horrible things which you don't want to do luckily those three girls were there for me and were very supportive and almost saved my life and what would you suggest for i would say kids who are in your situation when you were younger like how can friends help like i know your friends went home and googled is there anything else they did that helped comfort you and support you through that process so for them it didn't really matter that i was gay i was still the same friend that i was so i don't think just coming out should matter to anyone Mm-hmm. it doesn't change the relationship even when i came out to my mom it didn't change that i was still her son so just this small part of my life shouldn't really matter to anybody even if it's a friend if it's family if it's a stranger i don't think it should matter at all mm. and now if there's other kids now that are being bullied for the same type of thing what's a piece of advice you would give them 
so um in india we have a lot of stray dogs and this was this is what i used to think that all these stray dogs are going to bark and i just have to ignore and let them bark and just go forward and that's what i did almost every year i would be on like i was a bright student i i did not let any of that affect me so just ignore all that nonsense it will make you stronger one it will make you a much stronger and a lot more confident person but it will bother you for a bit try and ignore that <laughs> mm. and so how was it coming out to the family because i know some people who are from india that i've come in contact with the family is very traditional and it can be very scary to come out to an yeah. indian family what about you so uh, luckily my brother my elder brother was the first person i came out to when i was 17 and he says that oh i already know i used to check your uh, history on your browser and <laughs> i always knew <laughs> what a nosy sibling <laughs> no not fair so though he was very supportive he was always there for me the second thing uh, the so he was very supportive then i came out to my mom though i did not want to tell her it was my elder brother who decided that it is the right time mm. um my mom had just gotten out of divorce so she was already not going through a good time and i thought it was not a good time to tell her but i don't know why my elder brother just being my elder brother thought it's okay and he outed me i was 19 years old and obviously she did not take it well mm. <laughs> she is one of those traditional mothers who mm-hmm. were was not ready to accept it she was like we will get this fixed she went to a psychiatrist here in delhi and the psychiatrist tells her that uh, sexuality is this line and your son is about to cross the line once he crosses the line we cannot do anything but right now we can pull him back and he can become straight right now so you bring him to me and i'll convert him <laughs> and oh my goodness at a good fancy hospital in new delhi Wow. So are they still practicing conversion therapy there? Yeah. Wow. And did you have to go? No, luckily again my elder brother was there. He kept sending a lot of movies, a lot of videos, a lot of articles to her so that she can read and watch all of that and understand what it actually is. She went to another psychiatrist to understand if everything's okay. Who luckily told her that there's nothing wrong with your son. It's absolutely normal. And I think it took her about 2 years to get okay with it and the next year she wanted to she walked a pride parade with me which was like the happiest wow. <laughs> oh that's amazing wow and now does your family practice arranged marriages not really they, okay. they don't want us they, there's no pressure of marriage on us right now okay and also I'm just 25 so <laughs> yeah so your mom's not like oh i already had something set up here you know now you've ruined it but that wasn't an issue so that's good <laughs> good and so now mom is very supportive yeah she keeps asking me oh did you find a nice boy she loves meeting all my friends from the lgbt community and uh, she has become like a very a huge pillar for a lot of people as well because she also wants to talk to other mothers who are struggling to accept their children and wow. uh, she's also the co-founder of the brand we started for the community and yeah no she's just <laughs> trans wow so you coming out to her is actually having such a effect on so many people down the line too yeah. so i always think of like we're all connected and this really shows how one person's journey can affect so many other people definitely 
Yeah. They were my workplaces and even in my college for that matter. And so after school, I went to a bigger city called Pune for college. And uh, I did not want to go through all of that bullying again. So I had to go back into the closet when I entered college. And Oof. I started hiding stuff. Whenever I would go on, go out on a date with a boy or go to any LGBT event, I would have to think of a lie that, okay, today I can say that I went out with my mom's sister. Today I can say I went out with my cousin brother. I would have to lie every weekend because I was doing something every weekend. And my flatmate, my roommate in the hostel, he would keep asking me, why don't you take us to these parties? Who are these people you're meeting? Mm. And I would keep lying. And this went on for about three to four months. I would lie and lie every day. But after the fourth month, I was like, this is it. I don't think I can lie anymore. And I told my roommate in the hostel that, listen, I'm gay and all the people I meet are gay men. And all the parties I go to are LGBT parties. And he was like, yeah, that's okay. There's nothing wrong. And I was kind of surprised because he did seem, I mean, I assumed that he won't be okay with it. But mm-hmm. surprisingly, he was. And the next day, he told everyone in college. So everyone in college knew the next day that Ashish is gay. And suddenly, I become this important person who everyone wants to invite to parties and wants to go to shopping with. Wow. <laughs> I think I was the first gay person, out openly out gay person in my college. We did not know anyone else there. Wow. So you're a pioneer in college too. (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing. You can see why you would be hesitant to share that with your roommates because of the past experiences you've had with other classmates. So it makes perfect sense why you'd want to hold that to yourself. And I'm glad that it worked out really well for you. And also, I know people who have faced bullying and harassment, even at the age of 25 or 27, they're still made fun of at their workplaces. So it's still not so accepted in India. There are still people who will make fun of you. There's still people who will be against you. Mm -hmm. We're still not there yet. Until like 2018, it was all it was illegal to have gay sex. Wow! So just been recognized as like uh, we're not criminals anymore for having sex. Mm-hmm. Or it's been two years now. So laws are changing. It will take time. So it'll take about I think 10 more years for people to finally accept gay marriages and accept mm-hmm. people as from the LGBT community as normal. And there's nothing wrong with us. It'll take about 10 to 12 years. Wow. And with that, do you have like bars that are gay friendly, restaurants that are gay friendly, or is that still something that's we're still waiting for there? It has just started after the laws changed. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, oh, this is a community we should tap into. They seem to have a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's when some of the, uh, it's still very few. It's very few places. Especially uh, there's the Lalit Hotel. So the owner of the hotel is gay and he um, has the best parties in India, I would say. And he's called so many drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race to perform in India. (laughs) Because we never expected all these amazing queens would come to perform in India. where It was almost illegal to have sex in India for like until two years back. So we never expected all these amazing queens to be here. And it was quite a shock from Violet Chachki to Kimchi. <gasps> oh, that's amazing. Alaska, yes. A lot of amazing queens have been here. Oh, wow. And so how did you end up getting into drag? <laughs> Funny story. So um, I was working with an IT company and uh, 
it was kind of boring <laughs> so i thought i should do something better with my life so that's also when i went for mr gay india there's a drag queen in india called whose name is sushant devikar and her drag name is rani kohinoor so i really look up to that person sushant has been an inspiration for everything he was the reason why i went for mr gay india i came second and i'm like okay i think i can try drag as well and i thought why not and the funniest thing is i keep my beard on when i do drag so a lot of people still are not comfortable with that idea and they keep telling me that why don't you shave your beard when you do drag and my whole idea of drag is to break stereotypes i want to tell people that it's okay for a man to wear a skirt it's okay for men to wear heels i want to push that idea which was one of the major reasons why i started doing drag there was this pride parade i remember i was wearing a white uh, ghagra it's like a wedding dress what a woman would wear at a at her wedding and i wore that for a pride parade and it was all over the newspapers that, oh look at this man with a beard with some chest hair showing off all of that it went viral <laughs> oh my goodness that is amazing if i google that will i find that online i think so i'll i'll try you have to send me a picture of that you have to send me a picture <laughs> that is awesome to be on front page breaking stereotypes like yeah. that's what you want i mean i'm sure front page wasn't trying to be supportive of it but like <laughs> you being out there in the dress that is amazing yeah awesome and I so holding, i was holding a poster which says clothes are genderless which was my <laughs> agenda that clothes do not have gender it's all in your head Yeah. I mean Harry Styles just uh was on the cover of Vogue. Mhm. I was so Yeah. Pretty. Yeah, and it's like and people were giving him problems about it. I was like I think he pulled that off better than anybody else could. <laughs> it's like really yeah. in any type of clothing it's how you present yourself. If you're comfortable in the clothing that you wear then you know that's going to show. It's just yeah. It's true clothing is genderless so that is so awesome. Do you plan on trying out for Mr. Gay India again? Definitely. I think uh, 2021 I will be taking part again and hopefully I'll win this year. <laughs> yes. And what do you get to do after you win? Do you do a lot of tours? Do you get to meet a lot of RuPaul's drag queens? <laughs> <laughs> so first, uh, the first thing you have to do is uh, represent your country internationally where a lot of winners from all the other countries also come together. They all compete. There's a fitness round, there's a talent round, all of that happens and then they decide Mr. Gay World. So you have to do that. And then obviously you have to do a lot of stuff for the LGBT community all year long to mm-hmm. keep it going. It's like Miss Universe or all the other pageants it's pretty much similar it sounds like a lot of work too oh my god it was the worst. it was the most hectic time of my life where <laughs> i had to do so many things all alone you don't have any help oh my goodness so you don't have a drag mother where you are no <laughs> so you might be somebody's drag mother someday hopefully yes yes <laughs> that would be amazing good with makeup i am really bad with makeup so i hope if someone wants me to be their drag mother i hope that drag queen already knows makeup and can teach me yes <laughs> i can give her confidence i can teach her how to dance but makeup she can teach me there you go that would be a great exchange <laughs> yeah <laughs> never too late to learn Nice. And now you are the owner of Be Unique. It's in a brand. Tell me about that. Correct. So 
even this is a very funny story um until around june of 2019 my mom was working with a footwear company and uh, she was very unhappy she was like these people don't know how to work these people don't know anything about business so i just threw in a random taunt that why don't you start your own brand and she was like oh footwear is already very complicated and there's no like market segment we can target right now and i was like I'm a drag queen. It's very hard for me to find heels my size here in India. You don't get a men's nine, men's ten heel size here. I like. Why don't you start doing that? Because there, I know about twenty, twenty-five drag queens in India who also might need all of that. So she like, are you sure people will buy it? And I'm like, I think so. Let's give it a try. So my mom and I started the brand initially for <laughs> to make heels for men. Or that is amazing! Yeah. Oh my goodness! That's how the brand started. <laughs> Wow. We started that last year but um, just footwear wasn't doing really well and uh, people were like why don't you add clothes why don't you add accessories and we're like we don't make them. <laughs> but uh, there was a conference that happened here where a lot of LGBT entrepreneurs came together and were and um, put up all their stuff for sale. So we just thought that let's just put all of their products on our website and we can charge like a slight commission and their products get like a better exposure as well because all these people are very famous in their own cities but not all over India and especially not all over the world. So we converted our website to be like this marketplace where all these queer entrepreneurs can put up their products on our website and can reach the whole world. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this yeah. just like makes my heart feel so good. Oh my gosh. Because I've always had a dream of having like a thrift store, especially geared to the trans community. And one of the things is shoes don't fit, you know, shoulders on dresses may not fit and having, you know, altered pieces that people actually can wear and have it fit. But you are out there creating shoes. Like <laughs> that is so cool. And how old is the business? It's just been a year. We just finished a year a few months back. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. And so are you hoping to grow the brand, like to get it around the world and all that? Definitely. There are some uh, LGBT influencers out there who have reached out to already. And they're like, okay, we would be up for a collaboration. Please send us your products and we'd tell the whole world about it. I think next week, all these people have received their products and they're going to start posting and we'll be going international. <laughs> oh my goodness. Five years from now, I'm going to be like, I did a podcast with that person. <laughs> <laughs> and now they are in RuPaul's Drag Race wall. Like they're going to be going to the <laughs> unique brand wall for your shoes. <laughs> that would be a dream come true. <laughs> right? Right? That would be like the ultimate marketing. Oh my yeah. goodness. <laughs> and so do you plan on leaving your HR job and then, you know, doing this full time? I'm not sure because I've been working for two different organizations for the last four years. And there has been some really positive changes I've brought about in those organizations as well. Because again, when I joined my first company, it was the IT company. And uh, again, I had to get it back into the closet. This was the third time I would go back into the closet. Because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in India, again, I've heard so many cases where people are not given promotions. People are fired for just being out there. So again, I went back into the closet. 
but luckily it was a batch of 20 of us where it was about 16 girls and four boys all of us joined and uh, almost one month down the line these girls book a conference room and they're like ashish we want to talk to you and i like what happened what, what is this meeting and they're like are you gay by any chance and i like I am, but how did you find out? They're like, oh, we saw your social media, and I, I am very vocal about it on my social media. So they found out that, and luckily their response was very funny. They were like, out of the four boys, only one boy was cute, and even he's gay. Now, what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you are making so much movement for the community in India. Trying, I'm trying my best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it sounds like you're doing a great job. What is one piece of advice you could give anybody out there who's a creative, who might be a part of the queer community, who are struggling right now? What's a piece of advice you could give them? I think I would say reach out to people or ask for help. I don't know why people are very shy and don't feel very comfortable reaching out, asking for help. I would say there's nothing wrong. I have literally begged people to help me and all of them have just very easily been like, oh, sure, I would love to do this for you. I would love to do that for you. So ask for help. I think people from the community always would support other people from the community. So there's nothing wrong in asking for help. Whatever you need, there will be people out there who can help you. And especially in India, I would be more than happy to do whatever I can. Mm. Yeah, I've always said like, ask not, get not, right? If you don't put yourself out there to ask, then you're not going to receive anything that you, you know, want to ask for. And it's amazing what that one ask can do. It could change your whole life. Yeah. yeah. And then what's the worst that could happen? They say no. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The influencers I reached out to, I reached out to about 10 of them and five of them were like, yeah, definitely. The other five said no. And I'm like, okay, I have five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And what countries are they in? Are they in India as well? No, all of them are, one is in Canada, one is in the US, one is in the UK. Wow. And what is the website that we can see uh, your stuff on? It's uh, beunique.in, B-E-U-N-I-C dot I-N. All right. And I make sure that we put that on the show notes so everybody can get that. And how can they follow you on Instagram? Follow me personally. It's the mm-hmm. Chopra Next Door. Okay. C-H-O-P-R-A. N-E-X-T-D-W-O-R, the Chopra Hi. next door. And the brand is Beunique underscore India, B-E-U-N-I-C underscore India, I-N-D-I-A. Nice. Well, Ashish, thank you so much for joining me today. I am so impressed by all the work that you are doing. And I just wish you the best. And everybody around you is going to be amazed with what you're doing. And you're just going to start changing the world, like one person at a time. Yeah, that's amazing. And thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. And I am sure we are going to see you around. Very soon. (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. So I hope you're feeling just as inspired as I am after listening to all the amazing things that Ashish is doing in India and now around the world. So I hope someday that we do see his brand up on the wall of Rude Paul's Drag Race. That would just be absolutely amazing. So if you haven't done so already, make sure you push that subscribe button so that you get our episodes right away when they first come out every week. And join the Facebook group, Chit Chat with the Queer and Creative, a place where it is inclusive and you can share your art, your creativity, 
or just be a support for other people. It's just great to have a place to go and know that you're going to be accepted for who you are and no judgment is going to be passed. So make sure you sign on to that. And until next time, keep being amazing and keep loving each other. Love you. Bye-bye.